Well, it's just so great to see each of you here this morning. You're about to finish your conversation straight after the service. You will promise if you're visiting with us today, it's just really awesome to see you. Trust someone's come up and talked to you and welcomed you. It's so, so awesome to see you this morning. I know, you, I know you've just stood down. I know you, some of you have just sat down. How about you all just stand to your feet quickly now? Let, let's, let's, we're going to pray and uh, what an awesome time together to worship. But let's just, uh, let's just really, I, I, I love what Pastor Jesse said last week about, let, let's just really hone in on this time. Let's, let's focus, let's just give God our full attention this morning. This is a Holy Spirit time. This is a time of fresh encounter. This is a time of hearing God's voice. And so let's, let's just put aside other stuff at the moment and let's focus on the goodness of God. Let's open our hearts. Let's Let's just uh, get hot. Let's let's focus. Let's worship. Let's just come into a place of God. I need to encounter you, God. I need your fresh touch upon my life. I put I put aside other stuff in my life. I need to hear from you. I need to encounter a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit upon my life. So let's pray. Let's just maybe close your eyes if you want to lift your hands for just a moment. And Father, we just thank you for your goodness right now. Father, we thank you that you're the God of the breakthrough. God, we thank you that you're you're the God of the fresh encounter. Lord, that you breathe afresh upon our hearts and lives. God, as we lay aside, as we as we put aside things, Lord, and as we focus on You, God, You come. God, You breathe. God, You, uh, as it were, arrest us and You bring us into a whole new place. You speak into our life and God, our lives are turned around. We are changed. We are different. We are renewed. There's an infilling that comes of the Holy Spirit. There's a real sense of joy of the very fragrance of heaven washing over our lives, our families, our communities. We are different and we're alive and we are well on planet Earth on this day in Jesus' mighty Name. And we give you praise. How about we just just lift, let's just clap and worship and God, we give you praise this morning. We worship you. You're an awesome God. You're worthy of praise. We love you, Jesus. There's no other name under heaven. Lord, you're worthy of worship. You're worthy of worship. What a privilege to be in the house this morning. You can be seated. I just want to really, as I begin this morning, I just really want to thank Pastor Julia. She's the very gracious lady that stepped in uh, a couple of weeks ago when I had a very, very serious, I want to just highlight this for a moment, a very serious case of the man flu. I don't know if you've ever had the man flu. I know you ladies have it, but have any of you men have had the man, man flu? It is a very, very serious condition. I tell you, I was very, very fortunate that I had a very lovely nurse that looked after me. But there were times I got so bad with the men, the man flu, the men flu, the man flu, that I had very little strength in my arm to reach over when I was lying in bed and, and, and grab hold of the stem of the bell and ring it for some service. It was very tough, but I got through it. I rose up again. It was tough. And I really thank Pastor Julia for stepping in and had very little time to prepare and and 
saved my bacon. Um, so thank you, Pastor Julia. I just I want to I want to talk this morning just for a few minutes, and it's just awesome to be in God's presence. I encourage you just to keep your heart open. I want to talk this morning about positioning your life to hear the voice of God. Quite a few years ago, positioning your life to hear the voice of God. Quite a few years ago, um, um, amazingly, and it's lovely for our country to have a win, but we won the America's Cup. And I remember on that afternoon, I remember it clearly that work work shut down and we all raced into the viaduct and there were thousands and thousands of people that were gathered in that place and we were waiting for the boats to come in. There were going to be speeches and we wanted to, to see the crew and all that sort of thing. But the interesting thing that what happened in that time was the crush of people thousands and thousands of people, but people were climbing on anything that they could find to get a vantage point. They were, they were standing on fences, on walls. They were climbing on edges of buildings. They wanted to see and to hear what was going on. And I, I believe that's significant for us that we need to, in this time, position ourselves to be hearing what the Lord is saying, what, what God is speaking into our our hearts and lives. I, I think of the, the story of Zacchaeus, uh, an incredible character, a, a man quite ostracized from society, really, a very, very wealthy man. But Zacchaeus wanted to see and hear Jesus. So he climbs a sycamore tree. He positions himself in a higher place so that he can see and hear Jesus. And I think for each one of us in this hour right now, we need to be positioning ourselves to hear the voice of God. When we hear the voice of God, our lives are transformed. God is constantly speaking to us and guiding us in the way that we should go. God is always speaking. He's always wanting to communicate with us. He's wanting to, to um, guide us, shepherd us, direct us in the way that we should go. You know, we need to more and more learn, I believe, learn the art of hearing the voice of God. I believe that the most important factor for your future is hearing the voice of God. I just think I go, I've, and I've thought about this for a while now. Um, I've, I've gone back in certain junctures in my life and, and twist and turns. And if I hadn't heard God's voice at that particular time, man, I would have got majorly messed up. You know, there were crucial times of hearing God's voice. There have been many situations, experiences where hearing the voice of God has totally unlocked totally unlocked a difficult place, brought answers, wisdom, healing, breakthrough into my experience because there's been that hearing of the voice of God. You see, in our world, there are many voices. I don't know whether you've noticed that. In our world, there are many voices and it's so important to distinguish the voice of God in our journey. There's Satan's voice. There's other people's voices. There's our own thoughts and desires. There's the voices of tradition, of culture, and all these voices that are vying for our attention. All these voices that are speaking at us and in the midst of that, learning to hear the voice of God learning to be tuned to His voice. You know, hearing the voice and uh, voice of God, just quickly, there's three quick things I just want to pop in here at the, just the very beginning of my message. Hearing the voice of God proves that you're a child of God. You know, I, I, I say that, God speaks to the whole world though. 
God, God is speaking to our planet. God's speaking to every human being on this planet, but particularly God speaks to His children. There's a relationship that's opened up through, through surrendering your life to Christ, through, through giving your life to Jesus. You, be, you enter the family of God. You, you enter into relationship with God. And Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse four, it says this, and I want you to listen to this. When He had brought out all His own, He goes on ahead of them and listen to this, his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Verse five says, but they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Christianity is very, very simple. It's following the voice of Jesus. It's actually very dangerous to sit on the front row. <laughs> We may need to increase this, this gap here a little bit, I think, because oh, I need to stand back a bit. Okay. Um, you know, Christianity is very simple. It's learning to listen to the voice of Jesus. It's about following Him. It's what He's speaking into your life and then following Him. You don't need to be a scientist to understand. You don't need to be a physicist. You can learn as a, even a, 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 a child to hear the voice of Jesus and begin to follow. So number one, it proves that I'm a child of God, hearing the voice of God. His sheep follow him because they know his voice. Secondly, there's protection from wrong paths. Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 20, 21 says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk ye in it protection. And number three, a productive life. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 13 and verse 23, but the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understand it, understands it and produces a crop yielding 160 and 30 times what was sown. I just want to say there, um, uh, it proves that I'm a child of God. There's protection in hearing the voice of God. And then there's the productive life. You know, I want to say that Bible hearing, hearing the voice of God, hearing Jesus speaking in, into our life, it's very different than, than just hearing knowledge or you hear someone speak and, and, and so you take on that information and now I've got information. No, it's not like that. When, when we hear the voice of Jesus, it's about life transformation. It's about a seed that a seed of a word that comes into our life and that seed then takes root in our heart and life. It's the soil receives the seed. The seed then germinates and grows and that plant becomes a mature tree that produces fruit. And so Bible hearing, when we hear the Word of God, it produces life in us. It produces transformation. We are different people from what we were before we heard the voice of Jesus. It totally alters our thinking, our, our way of communicating, our speech, our, the way we view life. The, the voice of God brings total transformation to us, that hearing is not just information, it brings transformation. I remember um, uh, uh, quite a while ago going, being invited to a wedding and uh, quite a popular thing about weddings nowadays is to have them not necessarily in a church building, not necessarily inside, but there's something about, you know, young people, they, they want to do something different. And, and, and so the wedding will be on a mountaintop or it'll be um, in a, a beautiful forested area or it'll be in a park or it'll be in a beach or some area like that. And it, and it can be 
be very, very special. But the trouble is with weddings in those sort of venues, there's, there's, um, there's, there's no amenities. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no um, sound systems. There's, there's um, you know, a lot of things that are missing and when you're outdoors like that. And I remember being invited to this wedding and uh, um, just coming up to the Saturday, there'd been a, a really lot of, lot of bad weather like we've been having. And, uh, but fortunately, the, um, there'd been a lot of rain on the day before, but on the day of the wedding, um, it cleared up, which was really, really good. So the wedding was went ahead and all that sort of thing. Um, so Sharon and I went to this wedding and we were sitting um, near, near the back. It was in a, a regional park. The trouble is the storm had finished, but the wind hadn't. And so we were at this, at this wedding, you know, man, weddings are absolutely fantastic. There's incredible joy, celebration in a wedding service. Uh, but the problem is we were in this service and we really couldn't hear a thing. So we're sitting in the back and... You know, and it's not great. You can't really enter in. And there was a real sense of, of disconnect. There was a real sense of frustration. We enjoyed the reception later. But in the actual wedding service, there's a real sense of frustration, of disconnect, of why are we really here? You know, what's really going on? We weren't able to engage with what was going on because we could not hear. And I believe, and I firmly believe this, I believe that so much of the stuff that we're seeing in our world, so much of the frustration, so much of the lack of peace, so much of the lack of joy, the discontent, the annoyance, the, the inner sense of earthquake and trauma and anxiety and stuff that's going on in people's hearts and lives is because they haven't yet come to that place of hearing the true shepherd's voice. They haven't come to that place of hearing the lover of their soul speak into their life and say, you are loved, you are valued, I call you, I, I call you into my family, I want you, I, 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 I name you, you are mine. And they haven't heard that. And because of that, they haven't heard the voice. They're living in this place of, of barrenness, of a prison-like place of frustration, anxiety, turmoil. And it's the voice of the true shepherd. I believe our world is in a, a, a pretty horrible place in many ways. And it's because uh, of that, that not hearing. And what a, what a challenge for us as the church to bring the voice of Jesus to our world. What a challenge for us to bring the voice of Jesus. You know, I want to I say, and I, and I hope I haven't just, just shut off people this morning, but when, when I talk about hearing the voice of God, sometimes some of you just switch off because you say, oh, well, well, I'm not really spiritual. I don't hear the voice of God. That's for them, you know, and there becomes this real barrier. Oh, they talk all the time about hearing the voice of God this and hearing the voice of God there. And, and, and you tend to think, oh, well, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm just useless. I, I, don't hear the, I don't hear God like that. You know, I want to say to you this morning that very rarely do we hear the audible voice of God. So some, some of you may have heard the voice of, uh, the audible voice of God, but I want to talk a little bit later on about how do we hear the voice of God. And I think there's just a danger sometimes in our vocabulary when we say, well, I, you know, God told me. God told me. <laughs> you know, there's a very real danger about that because when people say that, they say, oh, God told me. It's very hard to sort of discuss it. 
It's very hard to say, well, really? Oh, well, what, 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 what did he say? You know, and, and so it, it tends to be a barrier. It tends to shut off. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, le- I'm learning this more and more about hearing the voice of God. I just had a lovely experience the other day. We'd, Sharon and I were invited to, to visit some friends who were moving away from that, from this area. I don't know why anyone, anyone would want to do that. But so we came to counsel them. Um, but, but near the end of our conversation and just having some time with them, we'd known these guys for years and years and years. We, um, uh, this this the, this friend of mine, the guy, is is totally switched off to Christianity. He, he, we've had a number of discussions. He doesn't want to know, but his wife's a really committed Christian. But near the end of our conversation, um, well, that's where he is at the moment. But things are going to change, I believe. Uh, but but at the end of our conversation, we had a really nice time chatting. Just the end of the conversation, I really felt God prompting me, John. You need to pray for them. You know, and and you say, and you might say, well, how did that happen? Well, it was just a sense. It was just a sense. I think, John, I think we, and so God, God sort of speaks that to me, um, and then I sort of sit on it. Oh, how could this work out? Will he get really angry? You know, how is, is this going to pan out well? Is this going to be a bit disastrous? Is Shuren going to be upset with me? You know, so all these things are going through your mind, but then I have a sense of peace. Oh, God just wants me to pray. So, so sort of you're waiting your time, waiting your time, waiting your time. So near the end, we're about to go. I just said, oh, look, would you mind if, if you know, we prayed for you? Because, you know, they were heading off on this big, big journey and um, going to this island off the south of um, the North Island. Um, and, and so, and so, um, and, so and, and I prayed and it was a really awesome time and they were very receptive to that. So in, in that sense, that was me hearing and, and hearing the voice of God. You know, there's a, a lovely story and I love this in 1 Samuel chapter, chapter 3 and God literally does speak to a young boy named Samuel and um, Samuel was going to, going to bed and God speaks to Samuel and, and calls him. Samuel hears this audible voice, gets up and goes to Eli the priest and says, oh, Eli, what, what, what do you want? You called me. And, and Eli said, no, 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 it wasn't me. Go back to bed, you know, and sends him back to bed. This happens a number of times until finally Eli sort of wakes up and thinks, well, but it's not me that's talking to him. I wonder what's happening here. And he realises that God is speaking to Samuel. And so Eli wisely says, and, and wisely gives him this advice and, and, and says to him, look, if that happens again and you hear this voice, just say this, um, you say, speak, Lord, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And I believe that is a word for, for a number of us this morning. Speak, Lord, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. You know, there are many ways that God speaks to us. And we were looking at a little bit of this in our, in our um, I group uh, over this last period of time. But God does speak to us in many, many, many varied ways. God speaks to us through creation. God speaks to us through prophetic words. God speaks to us through the audible voice. God speaks to us through circumstances. God speaks to us with a real sense of peace. God speaks to us through dreams and visions. God speaks to us through the voice of conscience. God speaks to us through the voice of the preacher. Well, hopefully. 
Okay, God speaks to us through the voice of the preacher. God speaks to us through the wise counsel of an individual, a friend or someone we go to and, 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 and God just uses them to speak words of life to bring transformation and change. But I wanna say to you this morning by far, and I just wanna emphasize this, by far the greatest way, the greatest revelation, the greatest way that God speaks to us is through His Word. You can have all the visions, you can have all the prophetic words, you can have all the dreams under the sun, but this is the foundation. This is the way God speaks to us. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sorry, I've got it wrong. This will never change your life. This will never change your life. But this will change your life. This will change your life. This will never change your life, but this will change your life. I love it. I love it. Let, let the Word of God come. It will bring the greatest change. It will bring the greatest revelation, the God-breathed, inspired Word of God, God's love letter to humanity. Look, I want to say to you again, hearing is so important. As, as people, sometimes we seem to excel in many, many words. I, I've got a bit of a confession here. I think every preacher should, should confess sometimes. I've got, got a bit of a confession that sometimes I speak too much in I group. And we're driving home and Sharon says, oh, I said, oh, did it, how's I group go tonight? She says, oh, it went really, really well. But John, I think you talk too much. <laughs> oh boy, I'm really learning. Sometimes I've even had, my, my I group are really lovely. They're a great bunch of people, but they're really naughty sometimes and say some horrible things like, John, just be quiet. Let someone else speak. <laughs> I think it's wrong. Um, but I remember a time, a little, I remember a time quite a while ago where I was sitting around a table with my four sisters. And I, I, I wonder if they'll ever see this message. But I was sitting around this table with, um, and also I want to really welcome those that are, that are watching this online. It's great to see you here and uh, great to, for you to be live streaming in and, and, and receiving this message. But I remember sitting around the table with my four sisters and, uh, and typical family, I think your family are probably like this, you know, when family get together, Together, suddenly the jaws are going and the words are flowing and everyone's having a great old chat and, and so much information, so much stuff to get out. And my sisters are all talking and, and I was talking to one of my sisters and then all of a sudden I sort of managed, I sort of stepped back a, or in, in myself, I stepped back a little bit and just started more listening. And you know, the funniest thing was happening was that everyone was talking, but no one was listening. <laughs> everyone was talking, but no one was listening to any of the conversation that was going on. I thought, oh, mate, that is just so incredible. Um, I want to say again that the most important factor for our life is, learn, is hearing the voice of God. I was listening to a TV program a little while ago and, um, and, and this guy was being interviewed. He'd been involved in a, re, a religious cult and for years and years and years, he'd been hearing the teaching, he'd been hearing the preaching from this um, particular cult this particular um, tradition, religious tradition. And he had been hearing all these messages and, 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 and all that. But then there was something beginning to stir in his heart and life. And he began to realize that the, there must be something more. And he began to listen. It was very closed sect, but he began to listen to other messages. He began to hear other voices. He began to hear other preachers. He began to hear other teaching. And, and he said, as he began, to, as he began to hear, life transformation started to happen. 
It was like the, the, the light and the love of Christ began to come into his life. And as he was being interviewed, you could see the, the, the journey that he'd taken. And it was because he'd started to hear a different message. He'd begun to hear a message of faith in Jesus Christ, not of works, not of doing this and doing that, but it was about the love and the grace and the goodness of God that had made a way for us to be saved, to come into a living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. It altered his whole life, it altered his family. He was able to come out of that, that sect and just become a full-on Christian. And, and it was just wonderful to see the hear the testimony of the transformation that had taken in place in his heart and life. You see, what you hear has a powerful influence on your life because what you hear uh, becomes what you believe and what you believe then becomes something that you will base your life on and what you base your life on will determine your future destiny, the paths that you will walk down. You see, if all you are hearing is criticism, harsh words, negativity, discouraging words, your life will be severely hindered and damaged. If that's all you're hearing, your life will be severely hindered and damaged. You always mess up. You can't do anything right. You're a loser. If you're hearing that sort of message, your, your life will, will be severely damaged. But I, I love this in the Scripture where at the time when Jesus was water baptised, it says this, after Jesus was water baptised, He came up out of the water. The Bible says that heaven was opened and the Spirit of God descended on Him. The, heaven, well, the heavens were open, the Spirit of God descended on him like a dove. And it says, and a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love with him. I am well pleased. And you think if even Jesus needed those words of love, of affirmation, of identity, how much more do you and I need that, those, that voice into our spirit, into our life, the, the Father's voice of affirmation, the, vo the Father's voice of I love you, the Father's voice of I call you, you matter to me, you are important in this world, you, I have not missed you, I see you, I love you, I've purposed you, I've called you for a reason. And we need to hear that voice more and more. You know, in Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4, this was Isaiah prophesied nearly 700 years before Jesus' earthly ministry. And it prophetically speaks of Jesus and it says this, the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to, the, to him who is weary. And then it says, he awakens me morning by morning. He wakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear and I've not been rebellious. I have not turned back. You see, the reason Jesus was able to minister words of life and was able to speak into situations and bring life and transformation is because He'd first of all heard the Father. He'd first of all learned to hear the voice of the Father and then was able to speak. You know, there was a, there was a time in, in, in Jesus' ministry on earth in John chapter 7 and verse 46 when the, the Pharisees and the religious leaders wanted to question Jesus and they sent these burly guards out to, 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 to bring Jesus in for questioning. And the Bible says that, that the guards returned to them without Jesus because the guards said that we have never heard anyone speak like this man. There was something about Jesus' words that were life 
that were transformation, that was bringing healing and wholeness into people's lives. Just in the, in the last couple of moments that I have this morning, I just wanna, wanna share just a couple of quick points. I'm probably lying there, but how do you hear the voice of God? Number one, by revelation. How do you hear the voice of God? You hear it by revelation. It's, a, it's an awakening in your heart to hear the voice of God. You know, in, in the book of Revelation, in chapter, uh, Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20, in an incredible scripture, it says this, that where, where Jesus says, where Jesus says, if any man hears my voice, if any man hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with him and He with me. There's, a, there's a, a revelation invitation there to invite Christ to, to hear His voice and then to respond. And then uh, one of the, the things I've written down here is that as we receive that revelation, as we hear the love of God, as, our, as we begin to hear that message, our heart begins to change and then we respond. And the way we respond is by allowing God to build life scriptures in us. We learn to hear, we, we, we learn to um, allow the seed of the Word of God to come into our life and to bring transformation. And so the Word becomes alive in us and, and words like Psalm 27 and verse 1 where it talks about the, the, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And then verses like Psalm 3 and verse 3, but you are a shield around me, O Lord. You bestow glory on me and lift up my head. The Word of God begins to come and shine in our hearts and lives. Exodus 34 and verse 6 says, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. And so we begin to have a, an understanding of the love and the goodness and the, the greatness of our God as the Word begins, begins to come into our life and we respond and we allow life scriptures to be built within our life. And it's not a matter of saying, oh, someone comes up to you and says, oh, What's your life scripture? What's the word of God in you? And say, oh, uh, um, uh, I, th- I think it's um, I think it's John, or no, no, it might be Ephesians, or no, it might be. The, you know, we need to know the word of God. We need to know what it is in the morning. We need to know, you know, to put on the whole armor of God. We need to know Ephesians six. We need to know the the word of God coming alive in us. It's not to stay in that book, as in a sense, it's to come alive in the lives of human beings as we carry it that wonderful message into the world around us. And then secondly, this heart submission. You know, as we, as we respond to God's voice, there's a, there's a heart that begins to soften. God takes away the stony heart and a heart of flesh comes. We become teachable, willing to learn, willing to follow. Psalm 27 and verse 11 says, Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path. Matthew 6 verse 10, Lord, your kingdom come. Lord, your kingdom come. Your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. You know, I was, I was challenged by this, that, you know, thinking about the life of, of Moses, thinking about the life of Moses, an incredible leader in the Old Testament, an awesome leader. You know, 40 years, the first, how would your life like to be like this? You know, the first 40 years of Moses' life was, was being trained as a, as a prince of Pharaoh. You know, living in opulence, living in incredible grandeur, living, living in in uh, incredible surroundings, living in that world for forty years, 
But the next 40 years was when God took him on a journey where He humbled him and and He became a nobody. He lived, the Bible says, on the backside of the desert, tending sheep. So going from the, the that high place of opulence and grandeur and then existing, living, getting, getting through, living in the desert. But you know, the next 40 years of Moses' life was when God takes um, a, a nobody in a sense and, and Moses becomes God's somebody. He becomes God's somebody. And I don't know about you, but I would much rather have um, the, 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 the presence of God, the touch of God, than, than all the opulence that this world can give. The presence of God is awesome on our hearts and lives. And uh, just just one, one other scripture, we've got just one other scripture I'd just like to share as we as we draw this to a close. Lance, thank you, mate, for coming up. I just I was really challenged by this, and I just want to finish on this this morning. That one of one of the other things that needs to really happen as we we learn more and more to hear the voice of God is that that voice will be battled over. You know, it's not a matter of just sort of, you know, we hear the voice of God, we respond to the voice of God, but there is a battle. There is a bit of a warfare that goes on sometimes and there's a bit of a fight that that we need to be engaged in. And there's a a passage of Scripture that has really, really been touching my life over quite a period of time. And it's it's in Jeremiah chapter 29 and and, uh, and really nearly the whole chapter. And many of us know this passage quite well or we know some verses from it. And we can often quote quote some sections of this this passage. For um, Jeremiah 29 and verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to to give you hope, uh, sorry, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And and there's nothing wrong with taking that verse of Scripture out and and thinking, well, that's an incredible Scripture for me. I thank God that He's given me that, that sense of hope, that word that God's spoken over my life. But do you know that in this whole passage of Scripture, it was like a battle zone. So many times Jeremiah um, speaks things like this. He says, um, he, he wants to emphasise that 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 we as, we as God's people need to be hearing the voice of God because like I said earlier on, there's so many other voices and so we need to learn to warfare. We need to learn to battle sometimes so that we can clearly hear what God is saying. And if you look at that passage of Scripture, so many times Jeremiah, and this was the letter that Jeremiah sent to these people. And so many times in this passage, it, it says this, this is what the Lord, Almi- Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. In verse eight, well, that was verse four. Then in verse eight, yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. Verse 10 says, this is what the Lord says. Verse 16, this is what the Lord God Almighty says. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Um, they do not listen to my words. And so, and then in verse, going on to verse 21, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. And it's like there's this reinforcing. This is what God is saying. This is what God is saying. This is what God is saying. And so many times in our hearts and lives, we need to position ourselves. We need to climb up as it were and be in a place where we hear the voice of God. Because in that hearing of the voice of God, our lives are transformed. Yes, there is a battle and we don't need to be afraid of the battle. There is a there is a spiritual battle going on, but we don't need to be afraid of the battle. We just need to learn to stay in the Word. Stay in the sound of the hearing of God's voice. Stay in that close relationship with our God, with our shepherd, with the lover of our soul. 
And I just want to draw this to a close this morning. And I just had such a such a sense of, of God speaking into our life, of positioning ourselves. Let's be people that climb up. Let's be the Zacchaeuses. Let's be the people that climb up into a place so that we can hear the voice of God. And in hearing the voice of God, our lives are changed, our lives are transformed. Um, I just, I'd like us to have um, a song of worship um, in, in just a moment. And I want us to respond to this word this morning. But but as we as we draw this to a close, I don't know everyone here. I don't know, uh, every, of course, those that are watching online, but I know that there comes a moment in our life where giving our life to Jesus Christ is such an awesome thing because it opens, opens the door. It opens the relationship where we begin to journey with God. We begin to walk with Him. And as I said before, you know, there's so many times in, in the twists and turns of, of our life and our journey, hearing the voice of God, walking with Jesus, following His voice has brought such great blessing. It's brought such great fruitfulness to our hearts and lives. It involves listening to the voice of God. And I just wonder, if, uh, just for a moment this morning, maybe could we just all stand just for a second? Could we just stand? And I just want to give people an opportunity to give their lives to Jesus Christ. Maybe for all of us, just, just be in that in that position, that, that place of just openness to God. And this is God's moment. God knows your heart. Maybe just close our eyes just for a moment. God knows, God does know our heart. God knows where we are right now. And I just, I believe there are people this morning that need to respond. I shared that, I shared that scripture in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. Uh, and it talked about Jesus' voice. And it talks about if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. And you might feel really unworthy. You might feel, oh, God wouldn't want me. I'm, I'm secondhand. I'm, God would not want me, but God wants you. God loves you and God's calling you. And I just, in this moment, there's a real sense of God's presence and God's touch upon this meeting this morning. And God's calling you. God wants to journey with you. You've been listening to so many other voices and the, there's been a turmoil, there's been confusion, there's been just a real sense of anxiety and frustration like we had in that wedding when we couldn't hear. But God's wanting to speak His voice and He's calling. He's calling to you to respond, to give your life, to surrender. For those that are watching online, what a moment now to surrender your life to Christ. And I want us just to pray this prayer. And uh, I've actually written it out because I think I get it a bit better when I write it out. But, but I, I want us to pray this all, all together. Dear Heavenly Father, in this moment right now, I open my heart to You. Lord, I now turn from living my life my way. I now turn to You. I want you to take the steering wheel of my life. I receive you now as my Lord and Saviour. I turn from my sin and turn to you. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for coming into my heart, making me a brand new person. I pray this in Jesus' Name. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus.
If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you. Have a blessed week.